I talk about the inner game of booking more work. How can I book more work? Change your mindset, boo. What are you talking about? Change your mindset. Because listen, I can give you all the tips in the world about how to be on camera. And trust me, I do that. I have courses for that. But none of that means anything if you're too scared. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the She's So Real podcast. I'm your hostess, AJ Joyce, where we dive in each week to chat with multifaceted women in the film and entertainment industry who believe in diversity and inclusion through their work and the media. I'm a digital creator and a black girl nerd with a background in fun movie reviews, film enthusiasm, and girl power advocacy, who's obsessed with creating a space for talented, badass women. Grab your drink and your popcorn because these ladies are the real deal. Have you ever wanted to book more acting gigs? Are you not sure how to do it? Do you need a coach that could tell you, yes, you got this, and here is the one, two, three on how to do it? I have just the thing for you. Her name is Christine Horn. She's an award-winning actress, singer, and an acting coach who has performed in feature films, primetime television, and on Broadway. Her online show, Actors Daily Bread, reveals how she cracks the code to become a working actor. She's also the founder of the Booking Magnet Academy, which is the number one virtual training center for actors who want to book more work in film and television. I gotta say, when I first met her, when I saw her on Instagram and saw her speaking, I was like, I got to have her on my show. She's definitely the person I want on my show for my listeners. <laughs> Whether if you saw, saw her perform in Lion King at the White House or in one of her 60 film and television appearances, Christine's resume speaks for herself. And when I say speaks for itself, it speaks for herself. <laughs> Christine believes that most actors play small. Their thoughts sabotage their success. And she's on a mission to help other actors master their mindset, acting, marketing, and auditions. She's here to make sure that they think the career that they are going to, they deserve and they desire to the utmost. All right, guys, and let's get to it. Here's Christine Horn. Did you know over 192,000 new podcasts were launched in 2019 and I was one of them? Have you ever wanted to share your opinion but not break the bank? I have just a thing for you, girl. It's called Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch and promote and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters like myself already using Buzzsprout to get their message out into the world. Like me, Buzzsprout can't wait to amplify your message. Let's create something great with Buzzsprout. Follow the link in the show notes, let Buzzsprout know that I sent you, and you can get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan today. Christine, thanks for being on the show. How are you Thank doing you for today? Having me. I'm amazing on this rainy, ca- sunny, rainy, wannabe sunny California day. It's been raining <laughs> for days. No one, no intent of it stopping. People say it doesn't rain in Southern California. That's a lie. It has well, been raining. I could definitely <laughs> say the same. You know, it's definitely raining here in Texas. I'm in Houston, so. <laughs> 
is definitely coming down here too. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to have you on the show. I cannot express how much I'm, I'm just exhilarated for you guys. You know, I gave the snippet before, but the reason I wanted to have her on the show is because she has a special expertise, expertise that will help you get to where you want to, especially if you're in acting. Girl, I've seen your coaching and your website and everything else, and it looks good. I love what you post on social media. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. I love what I do. I'm blessed to do what I do. I believe each and every one of us, no matter what zone we're in, whatever our our zone of genius is, we all have a gift and there's someone we can lift up. I don't care if we work at the grocery store, Amazon, at the airport, That's you, can, right. you can lift somebody up. You can give somebody a positive word. And I created my business. I tried to be the coach that I wish I had, and I was struggling. And that's just where I operate from, from a place of love and spreading love. Hashtag spread love. That's why I always tell my clients, that's spread love. Let the birdies fly. Spread yeah, the love. Absolutely. <laughs> well, before we get into the nitty gritty of your business and what you do, how did you even get on the track of acting and then eventually coaching? How did that come about? Oh, gosh. I mean, that's a picture this. Bronx, New York. 1977. All right. All right. We are the for, my, for my Golden Girls. For my Golden Girls fans, you know what I'm talking about. That's right. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm from the Bronx, you know, by way of uh, Jamaican and Bermudian roots and grew up in New York. And my mom, single mom, my parents divorced when I was one. And God bless my mom, Valerie. And when I was like, I, I want to say seven, eight. She put me in dance class. I am a Sagittarius. I am very driven. I like to stay busy. I'm that kid that's like, I'm bored, mom. I need something to do. So she, I started with tap, jazz, ballet, Mind Builders Creative Arts Center in New York. They're still around, by the way. And I started there. And then I always was intrigued by playing pretend. I would go to the hair store, the beauty supply store, buy that big Kinecolon braid at like 99 cents. Yeah. Get it to my hair and play like Diana Ross. And like, <laughs> like I mean, I had, and I'm an only child too at the time. So I just had my life in my bedroom. Like I, I used to always just love playing pretend. Store was my favorite game. I was a cashier. I was a customer. You know, like I was the stalker. And one day, my mom, it was one of my birthdays, and I don't remember how old I was. I talk about it in my book. I feel like I might have been around 10-ish. And my mother took me to see a play called Mama, I Want to Sing. It was a musical. It small, wasn't Broadway. But I was like, it was brown people on stage singing and acting, and I just gravitated toward it. Also, at the time, my mother worked for like a, a real estate agency in New York, and they always had tickets to Broadway shows and they were so busy and rich, they had no time to go. So they would give my mother the tickets. So we would see Broadway shows all the time, off-Broadway shows. And my mother, I don't remember this, but so my mother tells me that I was always intrigued by the narrator. Anyone who was like the host of something or the narrator telling the story behind the story. And so I would take, I would be in storytelling contests in school. And I just, it just was always something, I have to say, I've just always been a creative person. And so I went to a performing arts high school when we moved to Georgia. My mom moved us to Atlanta because she wanted a better life for us and buy a house. And she made sure I was in the district to go to Tri-Cities High School, which is in East Point, Georgia. Shout out to anybody who ever went there. Keenan Thompson went there. Candy Burris, Real Housewives, Outcast. It's like a really like popular school. Oh, I, I didn't uh, go there, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got to shout out my Tri-Cities people. 
<laughs> but it really was a life changer. From there is where I met one of my mentors, Freddie Hendricks, who had a youth theater company called the Freddie Hendricks Youth Ensemble of Atlanta. And that is where my life changed because we started performing professionally and I was like 15, 16 years old and it changed my life. So I have been doing this for as long as I can remember. Before I was ever getting paid for it, it's just in my blood is what I've always loved. And so it's really a dream come true to get paid for it now, to be on TV, to be in movies. And, you know, that's how I got started. And that's, so that's, it's really what I would do regardless. Like I did it when I was working two nine to fives, you know, working my waiting tables at night and the day job during the day. It didn't matter. I was still going to be an actor at my day job didn't define me, right? It, it was like, no, I'm an actor. I, happen, I work at this day job now, but I'm an actor. And when I moved back to LA in 2017, I started doing just some vlogs. Like, I was like, I just want to, you know, you know, social media, let me do something. And I would just track my day or, hey guys, I'm at such paramount or I'm at, you know, whatever. And I asked my husband, I said, I should call these videos something. I feel like I'm feeding the people. Like, you know, you know, their daily bread, you know, he was like, maybe call it Actors Daily Bread. So since 2017, I've, I created a YouTube series called Actors Daily Bread. At this point, we have over 220 videos on my YouTube channel of me just sharing my Back journey. To that. Back to that. It's hard to get on YouTube and do it that. Is. I just got to say. <laughs> you know, but I took the perfectionism out of it. I would just go live wherever, whether it was I was in my car on this, a studio lot at an audition in, in the park with my dog. I understood that people just wanted the content and people started asking questions. And, and that's how the community Hollywood bound actors, my online community got created, not because I intentionally said it, but because it was created out of necessity and the, the people created it. So now that you've transitioned in more into the coaching aspect, and I know you still do the, the acting as well on the side. Am I correct on that? Yeah. TV and film is where I make my bread and butter, but I'm blessed to have amazing clients and I teach classes and one helps the other. When my clients see me on Blackish with Tracy Ellis Ross, they're like, oh, my God, is on TV. Oh my God. It's a spirit animal. So right. that's my girl you know, right there. I was just in the new Terminator that came out, which is still is surreal as hell to me. Boop, boop, and my boop, clients boop. like, so it helps. People are like, are you legit? Yeah, I'm legit. Yeah, like, you're legit. In something. You're so legit. They, they help each other. And what's great for me is when I'm teaching is I'll tell my students or even not people who, not just when I say students, I don't just mean people who are paying me. My Hollywood bound actors, Facebook community is a free community. Anybody can come in, but I'll, I'll come to the Facebook. I'll do a Facebook live. I'm like, guys, I shot this TV show with Danny DeVito yesterday. Let me tell you what I learned. <laughs> and that's what's so great because I'm still learning. I don't, we don't ever stop learning. So I get to share real time experiences with my audience. And that makes them feel, even if they haven't achieved that level yet, if it's just a dream to them, they're living vicariously through me. And I'm, I'm humble enough to be like, I didn't know what I was doing. This is what he taught me. And I was like, this is what I learned. So next time when you get this opportunity, you'll learn, you know what I mean? So that's how I operate and how I talk to my community. So I love it. They both work hand in hand. I think that's fabulous. Uh, one of the biggest things when I was looking is, you know, everyone has a secret to their expertise, like the the top-notch tips or the touch the steps on how to get there without giving away the crucial part, your course and your coaching. What would you say would be your secrets to getting ahead on booking? 
That's such a great question. And thank you for asking that. And it's the most, this isn't the correct English, unsexiest answer I'm about to give. (laughs) (laughs) Go unsexy. Yeah. And I say that because, listen, I meet a lot of actors who are like, who want a secret magic pill. And I hate, I have to keep it so 100 with you and your audience. There is no secret pill. And people want it. And I'd be like, no, there is not one. And, but what, here's what has worked for me. Mm-hmm. People say, Christine, how'd you start booking so much? Because I went from zero credits living in LA the first time in 2011. I toured with the Lion King for five years. I did Broadway, Vegas, both national tours, got burnt down on theater, was grateful, but was tired. Um, eight shows a week is a lot. And that the first time, it, oh, it's a lot. Your only <laughs> off day is Monday. If you don't know the Broadway schedule, and shout out sending all my love to Broadway actors right now who are unemployed because of, as at the time of this taping right. of coronavirus. But when I first moved to LA, I didn't know what I didn't know and I couldn't break through. And I was dealing with depression. I was dealing with just not knowing. I had an agent, but they never called me. I had auditions, but they weren't going well. And then I felt lost and confused. And I really went in. I went, I moved back to Atlanta. I delved deep into personal development, self-help, Zig Ziglar, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, Lisa Nichols, you name it. I would, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, I dive deep. And so what actors don't want to hear, and this is, I'm getting to the answer, is mindset is the key. I talk about the inner game of booking more work. How can I book more work? Change your mindset, boo. What are you talking about? Change your mindset. Because listen, I can give you all the tips in the world about how to be on camera. And trust me, I do that. I have courses for that. But none of that means anything if you're too scared. If your inner critic is talking you out of it before you even start. If you don't think you're good enough. If you're suffering from compare and despair, looking at everybody and what they're doing instead of focusing on you. So the more you build your mindset up, stay armed. You know, just like anybody who's a If you're a Christian and you believe in reading the Bible every day, no matter what it is that you believe in, like you have to arm up every day because your inner critic is going to tell you this dream is wild. Oh, you just, AJ, you starting a a podcast? Ain't nobody going to listen to that podcast, girl. Who going to want to hear what you got to say, right? You have to fight that voice every day and arm yourself. And once I did, I delved deep into law of attraction and understanding that I was energy and that I was magnetic and that I attract what I think about, right? And I, that's why I call myself the booking magnet. People who follow me, no, I am the booking magnet. I got people calling me around the world booking magnet. Now they're speaking life into me because I spoke life into myself first, but that took time and I had to get really silent and I had to get really and own the stuff, own the negative thoughts and be honest and say, you know, this is, that voice is trying to tell me I'm not good enough. And when I did that, I, now I walk in rooms like, of course I'm the one. How could you not want to book me? It's why people be like, man, the same people always in the same shows. Yes, because once you start booking, you start to get a confidence. Like, of course I'm going to book the next gig. And that confidence walks in with you. On the contrast, if you're like, man, I ain't booked nothing in two years. I don't know what's wrong with me. I must not be talented enough. You're bringing that energy into every audition. So people want to know these tips and tricks. The trick is get in a book. Get, listen to Audible, get, go to YouTube. If you ain't got the money, go to the library. I honestly, if people say they don't have time to read, they don't have the money. That's a lie. You can get a library card, which is free 99 <laughs> and read the same books I'm talking about. They got cassettes. Yeah. If you still got a cassette player, they got CDs, <laughs> they got eBooks. Like it's an excuse. There's a famous quote by a, a wonderful uh, financial expert. His name is David Nagel. Oh, okay. And, I like him. and he says, when you make an excuse, any excuse will do. 
And I believe that wholeheartedly. So to answer your question, mindset is the key. Mindset is why I work so much. It is because I have to arm myself with mantras, affirmations. I speak life into myself every day before every audition. And that's the thing, you know, casting directors, producers, directors, they want to work with people who are confident so that they can trust you to do your work as an artist. But if you're looking for, oh, what's the word? If you go into auditions and you go into life looking for validation, you're not going to get the job. I had a casting director tell us, I was in a workshop and she was like, if you come to my office looking for validation, I can't give that to you. I can't tell you that you're good enough. You may not get the job for many reasons. Too tall, too short, too light, too dark, too fat, too skinny. You just may not get the job because we offered it to a celebrity, but we called you in anyway. But you leave the audition thinking, what's wrong with me? Oh, what did I do? How could I do better? That's not even about you. They already had an offer out to Jennifer Hudson for the role. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it is mindset. And it takes, it's been in years of doing this that, I didn't start here, but this is why anybody who listens to the sound of my voice, my goal is to help you accelerate and to skip the the years of suffering and questioning yourself. I want to help you just move past that quicker because I've, I, that's where I was questioning myself, wondering what's wrong with me. How is my questioning my talent and God bless the books and the people that I've, I've had as mentors, whether they know me or not, they've been my mentor and that's helped me. That's wonderful that you said that because I may not exactly be in film or directing or a singer or such, but being on the opposite end as an audience member or a spectator, as you would say, and wanting to comment and put my own message out there, you know, through this podcast, I've had my moments of self-doubt. I've had, I've been through depression. I've, I've lost faith altogether. And I love what you said about stop putting validation into others and putting validation within yourself, you know? And I I think that's really hard, especially in the film and entertainment industry. There's, we out, there's such an output of you're supposed to look this way or this actor's like this way and such. And it's hard. You're judged. You're judged every day. Our job is to get judged. People say, I don't want to, I have some clients and they'd be like, Christine, I'll push them. Hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you create this for yourself? Or, and they're like, I don't, what will people think? I don't want to get judged. I'm like, boo, you getting judged right now. Minding <laughs> your business at your house. Right. <laughs> someone's on your Instagram. Someone's on your Facebook judging you. And what? Like, once you embrace that, for me, it's the most freeing thing to me. Like, I'm getting judged anyway. I have a, co- a quote. I say, give all your haters popcorn and tell them to keep this point <laughs> the show. Because I'm going to keep doing this Christine show. You're going to keep the AJ show. We just go, we going to keep it together. Like, I can't control anybody else. All I can control is myself. So again, going deeper on the mindset, I have a a three, it's like a free video course where you get to actually watch me in my process. And I call it my get booked playbook. So if you go to getbookedplaybook.com, you'll get this free three-part video series where I, I go deeper into it. And I have a book called Playing Small, The Actor's Guide to Becoming a Booking Magnet. And so it delves deeper into the stuff I talk about in the book. So you actually get to be with me, see me, see my face, and walk through some of these techniques that I do before every audition, even as I'm prepping, as I'm visualizing. I have a great visualization technique I do before every audition. And it really helps not just to calm my nerves, but to just help me see myself already booking, already in progress. So I want you to just grab that. If you are an actor listening to this, and even if you're not, like it can help you just 
get settled, maybe before that next big job interview or because you know what, AJ, people practice, but they practice the worst case scenario. So that's what worry and doubt and fear is like, oh my God, like I have this job interview tomorrow or I'm hoping to close this deal. And, but instead of thinking of it going amazingly wonderful, you're thinking of everything that could go wrong. I know. I know. And that's... <laughs> so you're already doing... So people are like, this mental stuff don't work. Yes, it does. You're just doing it in the other wrong way. You're already practicing. Why don't you... What feels better? For me, it just feels better to practice the best case scenario rather than the worst case so that I can speak forth the life that I want to speak into what actually will I want to happen. So even I'm human. I'll have moments where I'm like, stress will come up and I'll say, stop for seeing what do you want? Well, I want them to, you know, sign me to this. Okay, great. And then what? Well, then I want them to fly me here. Okay, great. And how much you want to get paid? Well, I want to get paid this. Like I have to just focus on what I want because we naturally, it's so easy to gravitate to what we don't want. Oh God, I hope you don't. And I hope they don't. And I hope they won't. Now you're speaking life into that. So we have a choice. We're like a light switch on or off. And we're human. Sometimes that light switch is down, which is negative, low vibration. In an instant, once you recognize, oh shoot, I'm low. This is not positive. Turn that switch back on. Go in your room. None of y'all, none of us can turn on light switch in between. There is no in between. It's on or off. It's positive or negative. <laughs> so when you catch yourself in the negative and it will happen, you're like, nope, that don't feel good. Turn the light on. Even if it's 30 more, 30 seconds, go to that's 30 seconds you got this positive. And it comes, it's a daily battle. It's a moment by moment battle. But it just feels better to think positive. Oh, man. You are speaking so much truth today. Class <laughs> to you. I'm fired up about this. You Listen. are. And I love it. I love it. Ready to stop firing the Instagram algorithm and start building your email list like me? I thought so. Meet my marketing secret weapon, Flowdesk. Rather, if you're an entrepreneur, a content creator, or an artist, you can use Flowdesk to create campaigns in minutes that grow your business, gain more followers, and make passive money. I mean, like, who doesn't like making money in their sleep? Flowdesk gives you the ability to design emails with stunning templates people will actually love in their inbox and look great in any device. To stay on brand, Flowdesk gives you the creative freedom to use custom brand colors and fonts so you can be on top of your marketing game. The best part is you can have unlimited subscribers with no upgrade fees or penalties. Support this female-owned business by signing up today for 50% off your monthly subscription forever. Flowdesk, email marketing just got a whole lot easier. Is there anything, and not to say that you marginalize your, your male um, clients or anything like that, but anything that you do specifically for your women clients that come through, because there is still a large number of underrepresented women in the film and entertainment industry. And, you know, it's 2020, so it's all in center in front of our faces. Right. Now we, we can't, we can't, you just walk past it and keep going by. Absolutely. Is there anything you do within your coaching and within your course to address that? Well, it's so funny. The majority of people who are attracted to me are women. I, <laughs> a, I mean, just because it, what I found, you know, I started before I became an acting coach or career coach, I used to be a health coach for women specifically. Oh, nice. The health. Nice. And then it was, I, health got bored. I got tired of telling people to eat broccoli and run. Like, well, you know, you <laughs> job. 
I got bored with that. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, there's plenty out there now, so don't worry about it. (laughs) And then, but what I found was what intrigued me more was the why behind things, the mindset behind things, behind reaching goals and what was stopping us. And so then I was a life coach and I would host women retreats and then I moved into acting coaching. But what is common throughout and what I find is people gravitate toward people who who they can relate to, who they who look like them or who who have something that they hope to have one day. So because of that, I attract a lot of women, specifically women of color, specifically going deeper, specifically black women. You know, yes, I have a mix of everybody. I have men, women, white, Latina, you name it. But the majority for me, I think just how I, just the way I speak to my females helps them just to feel seen. Like in my most recent course, I have a course called Book More TV. It's my signature course where you learn to guess what? Book More TV. I have a whole module just on hair and wigs and makeup because people don't, A, they don't understand it and they don't talk about it. You know, a lot of people who are doing a lot of the casting in Hollywood are not black. They're white. Right. Right. And they legit, no shade. They just don't understand the whole hair culture and how when we get an audition, the first thing we're not thinking is, oh, this is a great character. No, we say, what hair am I going to wear for this audition? Because they, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could just imagine it now. Like, should I because, wear my Martha Stewart wig or should I wear my J-Lo because every, wig? Or <laughs> every hairstyle speaks to something different. Mm-hmm. And when you're understanding that, and for me, and this is going deeper into my process, I understand that Hollywood is a game. I understand that casting is a game. I understand that TV and film is a cookie cutter business. You with cornrows and shaved sides makes you edgy automatically, makes you super urban. I'm not going to have you as my leading lady, not on a Fox show, not on an ABC show, maybe on BET, maybe TV one. You better have that face beat long weave in your hair. You better have some lashes on. Curly means you're fun and friendly. You're the sidekick. Straight hair. We're Olivia Pope. We're solving cases on Scandal. But when Olivia Pope was on the beach, relaxed with fits, her hair was in a natural state. That means fun, free, carefree. Like understanding how this industry works and speaking that, my students are like, oh my God, thank you for, yeah, okay, that makes sense because that is stressful for my audience. It's stressful for me Mm -hmm. because I understand however I show up, there is someone who doesn't understand me or understand that I am beautiful if my head is shaved or if I have a fro or if my hair is down to my, my ankles. I see my beauty, but I understand that everybody does not based on how I show up. And that's hard. And it's hard to talk about and no one wants to talk about it. So that's like a special sauce. I always say sprinkle some Lowry's on it. That's how I sprinkle Lowry's (laughs) on my coaching because no one's talking about that. And once I do, it gives my clients, my females, especially my sisters, like a thank you. Even my Latina sisters. I have one client who I love so much. I've been working with her for years and I tell her, you're Latina, a light-skinned Latina. And I'd be like, girl, when your hair is straight, you give this vibe. When it's curly, you give this vibe. And just for her, that made a huge difference. So it's, that is how I feel like I... And just speaking to that and understanding and really speaking to the self-love aspect. Like, you are beautiful. You are gorgeous. And understand the note I'm giving you and what I'm telling you to change is not speak to who you are internally. But if you're going to play this game, and it is a game... You got to play it fully and understand what, how you represent yourself and what everything means. If there's a white man in his seventies casting this show, understand where his mind is, not where yours is. So that's how I feel like I speak to that demographic. 
I love how you call it a game. Like it literally, when you, when you talk about it in the casting and like you said, the, the actress is here and a casting director is looking at you, <laughs> it's either a yes or no. Like there is no in between. And I don't think most people are aware of how much of a game it is. So, but I also love how you enforce the self-love too, because I think that's very crucial in today's world of if this actress who's going on there is portraying this character also is instilling the self-love and projecting that through media. And then you have us spectators and audience on the other, other side seeing that that's representation right there. It's like, it is. It is and self-love is important because we are constantly actors, male, female, don't matter. And whatever, however you identify, we face rejection more than we face, face approval. Mm-hmm. I tell my clients, I book, a, I book a lot, but I don't book a lot. I audition all the time and I don't book a lot. All you're faced with daily. I tell people, if you can do anything but acting, please do it. Because honey, this ain't the thing. You can't have thin skin in this. Mm-hmm. You've got to mm-hmm. love it. You can't come here for the fame. You face rejection on a daily basis. You're constantly told you're not good enough. That's what it boils down to. Even if someone doesn't say it, that's what you feel because I didn't book the part. So the only attachment to winning I have is a booking. So if my only way I feel like I'm winning is when I'm booking, it's hard for me to feel like I'm winning in life. Definitely. You watch the the role that you didn't get. You see it on TV. Oh, her hair is long. She's light-skinned. I must not be beautiful. That's why I'm saying like, I have to be very specific and you're beautiful, but understand how this industry works and do what you need to do in your personal life to uplift yourself, go to church, surround yourself with community, feel beautiful, feel wanted, feel needed because this industry is fickle. And it will, if this is the only place, that's why we talked about validation. If this is the only place you're seeking validation, you are not going to get it. And that's why people commit suicide. That's why people are addicted to all kinds of stuff. That's why people are sleeping with people trying to get to the top because they just hope they can just get anywhere they can. And it's just tough. You will never get that validation. It must come from within. Wow. Man, I guess it's time for me to become an actress. <laughs> Enjoy this booking back there. <laughs> There is a place for all of us. Listen, I have clients in their 70s, 80s. And I said, some, some of them didn't start till after their kids were out the house, retired. And I said, look, we need grandmas. We need grandpas. Come on in the room. Cicely Tyson ain't going nowhere. And he's, <laughs> Cicely's like, you're going to put me in the grave and I'm going to still be acting, okay? There's a space for all of us. It's never too there late. That's, that's, impo- that's important to hear too. It's never too late. It is never too late. Everybody like- we need represent. Right. I think sometimes people get so winded, like, okay, I have to grow up now or I'm 30 now, so I can't do this. I said, no, you're just 30. You just keep yeah. doing it. After just getting on this creative journey, it's it's a whole new world for me. And I'm like, there's no such thing as putting something on a time marker anymore. You yeah. know, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Oh my gosh. This this is great. This is great. Okay. So is there anything special that you do for your students once they wrap up the course? Like, do you guys do this kind of just keep up in the group or anything? Well, I have have different things. I only, because of my schedule and working and and Mm -hmm. being a working actor, I have a small group of clients that I work with privately called, that's my inner circle. They work with me for a minimum of six months. Some stay longer. So they get my my bulk of attention. And with them, we really dive deep in self-taping and excuse me, my, my secret sauce is helping people master the camera. 
mm-hmm. especially if you want to work in TV and film. That's my sweet spot. Even though I've been on Broadway, I don't teach theater stuff, TV, film. Um, and then other than that, if you're not in my private inner circle, I, throughout the year, offer different courses. Okay. So it's based on the season. So at the top of this year, 2020, my signature course, Book More TV, launched. I will launch it again, maybe toward the end of the year, maybe in 2021. You just have to just come on my mailing list and just, you'll get notified. You know, we are, the acting world operates in seasons. So in January, like January to April is pilot season. And then over the summer is kind of when films are mostly filming. Mm -hmm. Then come late August through November basically August through November is episodic season, which is basically this TV shows that you watch are, there's new episodes. So we call them episodics. And so there's lots of filming guest stars, co-stars. So I usually offer something around that time. So it's just based on, you know, some people will take a, a course or do a fast track session with me, which is like a 90 minute, Hey, I don't need much. Just tell me where to go. Set me up for success. And then they may do that and that's it. Or some do that. And then like, oh, I just, I loved it so much. I want to work with you for six months in your inner circle. So it just depends on everybody has a different success path based on what they need and how invested they are. Like I also understand and honor that some people are dabbling. They got their foot, their toe in the water. They're just trying to see if this is something I want to do. And so I, something my business coach always tells me, Christine, give people the dignity of their own, of their own process. Cause I get humped, pumped up, like, come on, let's get it, come on, <laughs> can I get an agent? And I be like, got me pumped up, so. Right. And like, maybe Janet just wants to try it out. You know, I have a client right now. She works in IT. She's getting her PhD in like in technology, but her everybody always always told her that she seemed like she should be on TV. That she was funny, and so she's not a hundred percent serious, but she's testing it out. So I have to honor her process and just give her information. And if she does it, she does it. If she doesn't, those who are super serious, I can tell, and they'll let me know how much they want to be pushed. So that's something I've, I've learned. And, and I'm always constantly growing in as a coach, seeing people for who they are, where they are, because I can be on, if you want me to be on 10, I will be on 10. <laughs> I understand that you need to just be on two. Like Christine, this is just progress that I'm just taking this class. Okay then fine. It's like, I just want to be where I, I want to be whatever my student needs. And it looks different for everybody. I love how you noted that growing as a coach, like what do you do to keep up with everything in the industry and to relate to your students? Cause I know with the information, it's constant, you mm-hmm. know, like even for me as a podcaster who loves film and does movie reviews and stuff like that, sometimes it's hard for me to keep up with each film that comes out, even though I have a calendar and everything else. I'm wow. I'm sure for you being in the business, like entrenched in it. Wow. It's got to be information overload at times. Yeah. At times, but you know, I stay, it's like stay, you know, I just stay hungry and I stay, I know I have to stay connected and on top of it, but let, let's be clear. I have a therapist I see every Monday. Hey girl. Mental health health is important. That's right. I understand I take in a lot of energy from all the clients I coach. I have hundreds of clients around the world and that's a lot of energy. And any person who's ever coached with me knows I'm all in. I get invested. Even if if you've been watching my Facebook, if I catch you on Instagram live or Facebook live, I'm like, Hey girl. Hi Johnny. How you doing? How's that? How's that? Like I get I remember things people tell me mm-hmm. or that they comment. So I get really invested. So because of that, I have to make sure I have a way to release that. So I go see my therapist every Monday. Also, I have a business coach. 
who's above me, who makes more money than me, who's built successful businesses, who when I'm feeling stuck or if I'm dealing with a difficult client or if I don't know what to say, or I feel like I'm have in a transition, I have that person who is ahead of me to guide me, which is important. And on top of that, I stay rooted in, I st- my job is to study TV and film. So I don't watch TV as a spectator anymore. I can enjoy a show, but when I'm watching it, I'm still studying it and thinking about what's the lesson here. Oh, that's a tip for me. Or that's a tip I can share with my audience. And, you know, so it's, it's just, I just stay sharp and I stay, keep, I keep my cup full because I have so much I pour out, but I have my ways to just stay nourished for myself. And I take vacations when needed. <laughs> I'm all about vacations. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just got back from Costa Rica a week ago and I, I needed it. So yeah, that's, that's how I, and it's, it's important also for my clients to see me living a full life. Acting does not rule my life. It is the thing that I do and I'm grateful for it, but I'm very well versed in many other things. And I encourage that because you will lose your mind. Oh, 24-7 is thinking about acting your next gig. You're going to lose it. Please go to church, take a yoga class, take a walk in the park, (laughs) rub on a dog, something like do something. (laughs) Oh no, I totally agree. I my Frenchie Elton John. That's that's what I have him for. So we yeah. go out and about and do a lot of things for sure. <laughs> oh, I think that's awesome. You've given us such great tips on how to stay on top of it, how to keep your mind in the game when booking. What is your besides those things? What would be your one tip you could give someone if you just saw them and they're saying, "Hey, Christine, I really want to do acting. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I want to dibble dabble here or dibble dabble there." What would be your one tip? My one tip would be to study the medium you desire to dominate. So nice. if you want to do, if you think you might want to do theater, go to the theater, watch as many, go to see as many shows as possible. If your money's tight, go to the library and and look at. They have theater shows online. You know they're plays that you can get and watch online from library catalogs. If you want to study, if you want to do comedy, study comedies. Comedians study other comedians. Singers study other singers. Like we're, it's no different than being for an actor. Whatever you think your thing is, do that. Because Meryl Streep says, we all steal a little bit. The greatest artists know how to steal from each other. And what she means is like, there's only one you. So even if I watch, if I study Alfie Witter, Dustin Hoffman, um, Meryl Streep, Lisa Arundel Anderson, Denzel Washington, I can, Angela Bassett, I could study them for years. And I'll naturally, because it's natural human nature to, oh, I like how Angela does that with her face or how Denzel walks. We all know the Denzel wide shot <laughs> walk, right? If I take a few things, I can never be Denzel or Angela or Alfie or Meryl, but once I try it on, now it's Christine. Now it's me. And so that's what great artists know how to do is to steal from each other. And then you end up making and creating a process that is all your own, a vibe that is all your own and unique to you. So with my only piece of advice, if I can only give one, and when I say medium, that means whether it's TV, film, theater, commercials, study the medium that you desire to dominate. Treat it like it's your job, like it's your school, like it's your university. Study it. What do you notice? What are they wearing? How, oh, how do they walk? How do they talk? Huh. Everything is, you'll start to notice a trend. And that's at least the start. Nothing else, you can study and dissect that. Oh, man. I'm going to have to start studying mediums now. <laughs> yeah. But it's like anything. And for anyone in your audience, like if you have a, uh, there's a woman listening who wants to be in, in PR. 
and publicity. Like who are the best at the game? Study them, study their trajectory, read biographies, success leaves clues and leaves a trail. Go again, I'm gonna go back to the library, pick up biographies. How did they do it? You want to be a record producer? Go look up Russell, uh, what's his name? Oh, I know who you're talking about too. The yoga dude. Now he does yoga and Kamorali Simmons. Oh, oh Simmons. Yeah. Study Jay-Z, study, you know, Quincy Jones. Like read their biographies. Like success leaves clues in a trail. So there's no excuse. Just study. Just start there. And that's a lot of stuff you can do for free. I'm, I'm keep talking about money because people like to talk about money and time being a barrier. And I think that's BS. When it's something you really want to do, you will find the time. Oh, yes, you will. You will find the time. Christine, you've been so wonderful. What's what's a way we could keep up with you? Because I, I want to just trail you now. I want to kind of <laughs> well, a few a few ways for sure. Definitely I stay on social. I stay on Instagram as my and Facebook. Instagram, actress Christine Horn. Facebook, actress Christine Horn. Also, if you are an actor, and I'm sure you'll put this in the show notes, Hollywood Bound Actors, that is our community. So it got created by me, but it's not just me. It is actors from around the world, Hollywood Bound Actors, because that's not about you being in Hollywood. It's a state of mind and understanding what Hollywood expects. So we have an amazing free Facebook group. Come join us. We have a podcast called the Hollywood Bound Actor. Woo, go podcast. Right? So Instagram, Facebook are my favorite places, to be honest. I'm not really on Twitter. I got a Twitter, but I'm not even going to tell you that because y'all... The bird, I swear. Right. If you're a YouTuber, coach Christine Horn. Or just put Christine Horn in YouTube, you will find me because you may forget this. But I literally, Actors Daily Bread is, is my live show that I do. And... Honestly, if you desire to work in film or TV, Actors Daily Bread will give you life, truly. And we have, as of now, I guess the other day I recorded my 219th episode. So you, Yay. Can, you can binge. And uh, it's just me, me being straightforward. Sometimes I'm cursing, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm crying because I, lo- I didn't book a gig. Like, I just keep it so real. And we have such an amazing community. And that's the best thing I can say. Isolation can be a dream killer. So don't grow alone. Don't be alone. You, there is support out there. And you, if you're listening, no matter what arena you're in, don't grow alone. There are, there's a community for you. And there's someone, there's a sister, there's a brother, there's someone who can lift you up and keep you motivated, hold you accountable. Because it is scary. No matter what you're doing, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, no matter what you're doing, it's scary to try something new, to do, to do something no one else has ever done, maybe in your family. People may not understand it. So you got to surround yourself with people who are, who are pushing to do some amazing things that are scary too. And you can help them out as well. Keep it real. Keep it real. She's so real. <laughs> Keep it real. <laughs> I only know how to be real. That's it. Uh, we're going to give a small taste to the audience. I always know you guys like to keep it real with my folks. So here we go. All right, Christine, what is All your right. favorite movie right now? What are you watching? My favorite movie. Oh, I can't say favorite movie right now. Can I just talk in terms of my fa- a favorite movie? This is going to feel real random. One of my favorite, I'm going to give you a few of my favorite movies that probably you'd be like, really? Tootsie with <laughs> Dustin Hoffman is my favorite movie. And I'm so happy oh, that wow. they, just, they just put it on Netflix. Yes, they did. <laughs> and when you talk about studying, I studied that. I used to own it on VHS. Mm-hmm. 
it's probably in storage somewhere. And I would study Dustin Hoffman and the fact how he would go from being in drag to trying to hide it. And like his acting is just superb. And so I just, it's one of my favorite movies. Also Fried Green Tomatoes is one of my favorite movies. Oh, that's um, a great Steel, movie. And Steel Magnolias. I know. These oh are my God. Movies. I love Steel Magnolias. <laughs> I get that. I cry every time. If ah. it comes on, I'm watching it. Like it is the first time because it was also filled with amazing heavy hitters. Of course, I have tons of favorite movies, but those three are ones that I will stop everything and watch like I've never seen it before. Oh, and yeah. I, and I, in hindsight, now I can look back and realize that I've been studying those actors for a really, really long time. Wow. So, yeah. And favorite TV show, Law & Order SVU. I will watch every episode. That's right. <laughs> All of my clients know that I, I, they, I give them homework assignments to watch Law & Order SVU and to pay specific attention to Mariska Hargitay. She taught me everything I know. She doesn't know this. One day I'll meet her and tell her. But she taught me everything I know about holding for commercial and, and keeping her, her beat at the end before they cut. And like, what do you mean? Dun, dun. Like, like, like everything. I use all. I copy her to in that. When I tell you I booked so many gigs using Mariska Hargitay tips. Hey, I mean, and they just extended that show for three more seasons. So keep <laughs> watching her. Keep watching her. Okay. Like it's totally worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my last one is what is your favorite snack at the movies? Oh, my favorite snack at the movies. Oh, red wine. I always sneak in like oh. some red wine in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, typ- typical people say candy and stuff, but I forget they have wine and alcohol now. So <laughs> and even, if they don't, <laughs> even if they don't, I probably put it in a little jar because I keep always buy honey, raw honey, and I keep I'm a jar reuser, you know, I love glass jars. And I just, because I'm not a snacker. Mm. And I love food. I love meals. Mm-hmm. So keep the snacks. Like, I really could care less about the snacks. So for me, like, red wine, a nice Cabernet is like a little liquid snack. Ooh, it's cleanse sweet. the palate. Right. Ooh, I like your taste. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Christine. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> thank you for having me. And, and congratulations on this podcast. I know starting something new is exciting and, and scary all at the same time. but. I'm sure your audience greatly appreciates it and you're exposing them to so many different people and careers and things like that. So thank you for thinking of me and reaching out to me. And I'm so honored to be here. And I'm so proud of you for just walking in your purpose. Wasn't that awesome, guys? She just is so brilliant at what she does. And the whole mindset thing just like blows my mind. I mean, it's nothing like getting your mind right when you're in the game, right? Right? Am I the only one on that? I hope you enjoyed this episode of She's So Real. If you love this episode as much as I did, head over and rate it and subscribe to it so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on Thursday. I would love to hear more from you and on topics you want to hear. Head to the show notes and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next. I can't wait to hang out with you guys as soon as possible. Remember, keep it real.